You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you, watched you work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fixed back. Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning and welcome in to the Martin Houston Show on a wet, wet Wednesday out, out there in Tuscaloosa. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston this morning, getting you ready for the rest of your day, for your uh, hump day edition. And we're uh, reacting to a huge, huge Alabama victory over Kentucky last night. Alabama gets the job done 70-59 to over the Kentucky Wildcats and sweeps Kentucky for the first time uh, since 1988-89. Uh, wow, I don't want to say it, but that was before that was the year before I was born. So congratulations, Alabama basketball, getting the job done in a gritty, gritty win last night. Uh, you can call in on the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904 to get involved in the show this morning or find us on the Twitter machine at JoeGaither6 or at MartinHouston35 or also at Tide109 to react to the big, big Alabama victory last night. Or if you got something else on your mind this morning, give us a call on that Taco Casa hotline, uh, 205-342-9904. We've got a, a great show planned for you today, mostly reacting to the game last night as it was the most prominent uh, Alabama event taking place. Uh, probably this week, Alabama will go on to play Oklahoma later in the week uh, in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. I believe that Alabama is 5-1 and one in the SEC Big 12 Challenge overall uh, the last time they uh, no, no, excuse me. The, 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 the played Oklahoma, uh, two or three, three seasons ago, uh, having Trey Young right here in Tuscaloosa defeating the Oklahoma Sooners. So it'll be a chance to get out to Norman and play them. Oklahoma coming off a victory last night as well. So it should be a pretty good matchup in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Uh, before we head out to the phone lines, I want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let us rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, hope everybody's gonna, uh, got a big day planned, going to go out there and uh, make a difference in the world, uh, just uh, in their own small way, uh, make a difference in the world, uh, being the change that you want to see. Let's uh, go ahead and kick the show right off on the uh, Taco Casa hotline and find out who's on the phone. Welcome in. You're on the Martin Houston Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Pat. How you doing today? Yes, sir. Good, good, good. I'm up in in Pickwick Lake, Tennessee, Uh, hopefully going to bring my boat down to Demopolis, down to Tom Bigby uh, tomorrow or the next day. Anyway, uh, what I've got going on this morning is that uh, uh, I got to – Listen to the basketball game last night. Didn't get to see it, but oh, hey, a win is a win, and I'll take it. Uh, what do you think? Absolutely, I think the team played uh, really well despite not shooting the ball well. They only made six three point shots, uh, which has really been uh, their one of their calling cards this season. And they ended up with uh, I think fourteen turnovers, uh, a lot of it on the dribble drive, so dribbling right into Kentucky's defense and, and turning the ball over. Uh, it was a little bit frustrating to watch for for for. Most of the game, I'll be honest, Pat, but but uh, you got to give credit to where credit's due. It, it, grinding out a win, I thought that the Saturday game against Mississippi State was Alabama grinding out a win, but uh, they, they redefined that last night, uh, really scrapping uh, for for a yeah. big win. 
I did talk to my son, and he said that Herb Jones played on pure guts. Well, Herb, Herb Herb's been hurt, you know. Not that's what not, I'm talking not necessarily about. hurt, but knocked out, not knocked around. He's had Nick, you know, nicks and bruises and pains all year long, and you could see it last night. Every time he came to the sidelines, he put on that special belt for his back. Uh, kind of had some blinking red lights on the back. I wonder what technology they got going on right there for him. But yeah, he was dealing with a bad back, and really, the team's got a lot of little uh, injuries. That, so that's dealing with at the moment. Alex Reese was kind of in and out of the line up last night uh due to you know different injuries he, he took a hard fall uh you, you you didn't have rojas uh hardly i mean he tried to give it a go but he didn't play a whole lot and then bruner's still still medically not cleared after his knee injury so the team's really gutting it out right here in the middle of the season yeah that's well that's exactly what i'm worried about going into oklahoma oklahoma did edge out a win against uh, a top five basketball team in Texas last night, didn't they? I think that's what I read. Yes, they did, and, and they were pretty impressive. They got out to a pretty huge lead, and Texas closed the gap there at the end, so the score really wasn't uh, indicative of how that game went. Okay. Hey, one more question. Uh, since I'm up here out of the loop at the uh, current moment, what's the latest on getting us a, a long board uh, linebacker uh, Martin doesn't like those surfer boys at all, but Henry Toto uh, uh, is a very, very good linebacker who was very, very high on Alabama's radar during his recruitment. I would love to get him. I think that uh, it, you know, with the mass exodus that's going on in Tennessee right now, you've got to evaluate their talent and see who you can who you can get because uh, these guys they got to go somewhere. Uh, Henry Toa Toa, he, he he has he's just a well, he's going into his junior year, so he's got one more year really before he takes off to go to the NFL. And uh, I think it would be a great addition to Alabama's uh, roster. I know that uh, you've you've got guys on the edge already. Uh, and, and really, you've kind of got your insides kind of. It's a full locker. It's a full linebacker room. But uh, you never turn down talent. You never turn down guys who can play. And uh, Henry Toa can definitely play if uh, he's got interest in coming to Alabama. If he's got interest in uh, trying to further his career in Tuscaloosa, I think you got to take advantage of that. Yeah. Hey, with Martin's, uh, uh, you know, like I said, Martin's not big on surfer boys, but. Henry is a long boarder. He is he's old school, and that uh, uh, he did lead Tennessee uh, in all aspects. And uh, I think that, uh, uh, like I said, I'd love to uh, change him. You know, you add a whole lot of maroon to orange, and uh, we make crimson. Go ahead, height. <laughs> I think I think uh, it'd be great to get him, uh, and especially uh, just kind of. From a fan's perspective, Pat, uh, I hate to be this way, but so I can rub it into my Tennessee fan friends, uh, you know, because he's one of their best players. If we can come away with one of their best players in a year where they're dealing with a lot of turmoil, I think that'd just be uh, any, uh, it'd just be great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I anyway, hey, we appreciate you, and uh, Joe, you're doing a wonderful job, and I'll uh, keep it up. Thank you. Thanks so much, Pat. That's Pat on the uh, Taco Casa hotline, and anybody can call in on that Taco Casa hotline if you want to react to the big Alabama victory last night. Uh, we we kind of touched on it just a little bit right there with Pat. Alabama only shooting, what was it, 6 for uh, six for 20-something from, from beyond the arc, which was, they were right at 30%, uh, which was below their season average. You know, they, they, they made 23 uh, three-pointers last week against LSU, so a, a Pretty big change, uh, six for twenty from beyond the arc, uh, only shooting thirty percent. Where uh, what uh, was it? George, Josh Primo made the majority of it. Yeah, Josh Primo ended up with two of those six three point shots. Uh, Alex Reese with one, Jaden Shackelford with one, and, and, and John Petty with one. So uh, we had a lot of guys chucking up shots. Jaden Shackelford was one for six. Uh, he, he led the he led the Crimson Tide in, in scoring. Uh, with 21 points, but his first five three-point attempts, uh, he was off on. So really watching the game, I was getting kind of frustrated with the way that Alabama was playing offense. Uh, I thought that the Alabama offensive approach was a little bit uh, 
a little bit elementary, but uh, but but Coach Oates has proven and shown that um, has proven and shown that he's a pretty good in game coach. And while the offense wasn't really flowing quite right, uh, Coach Oates said that in, in his post game that, that the offense the last two games hasn't really been quite right, and uh, that's something that they've got to address going forward, uh, especially with a big game coming up against Oklahoma. But what you got to be, be excited about is Alabama on the defensive end only holding. Uh, only holding Kentucky to 59 points. That's about 10 points below their season average. Uh, you know, if your shot's not falling, as it really kind of wasn't last night, you've got to lean on your defense. And that, and Alabama showed last night uh, that they they can get it done on the defensive end. Now, Kentucky was pretty helpful in some of that last night as they turned the ball over, I believe, 19 times. Let's see what I, what I got. They, they turned the ball over 17 times, excuse me. Uh, they turned it over 17 times and had several offensive fouls uh, called on Kentucky. So they were not quite... Uh, up to snuff offensively, but don't 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 discredit the Alabama defense. The hard hat, the approach. Coach Oates has been talking about it for the last you know handful uh, last few weeks really since uh, we, Alabama's really dug into this winning streak. That you know there's going to be nights where we don't shoot the ball well, where we're not lighting it up offensively, and can we rely on our blue collar mentality? Can we rely on our defense? Can we rely on the little things? To uh, to grind out a win, and last night Alabama gets to the free throw line uh, twenty get uh, twenty eight times, uh, converts twenty four of them, so shoot, shooting eighty five percent from the three point line, uh, really from the free throw line. Excuse me, really showing uh, that that they can win several different ways. Alabama, I believe, only made six field goals in the second half, so really the offense wasn't flowing, but they were able to get to the free throw line enough times to stay out in front. And to uh, to uh, to to put away Kentucky for the th- second time this year, which I know Kentucky's down. I know that they're having a hard year, but anytime you can put away Kentucky twice in a season, it's extremely special, and, and that's that's uh, proven by the fact that it hasn't been done since eighty eight, eighty nine, uh, thirty two, thirty one, thirty two years ago uh, for Alabama, which is nuts. Uh, so so Alabama basketball moving in the right direction as we've got Oklahoma coming up this this. Uh, uh, this Saturday, uh, another win uh, on Saturday, and you you can make a case for Alabama creeping into the top five. They they've made a pretty huge jump the last couple weeks, going from unranked to number eighteen to nine to, to number nine. Uh, if you put away Kentucky and Oklahoma in a week, then you should uh, see a significant jump, and Alabama will make a pretty hard charge to get into that top five as uh, as we are approaching the halfway point in the SEC season. I'm Joe Gaither. I'm filling in for Martin Houston this morning. I want to invite you to be a part of the conversation by calling in at 205-342-9904. The Martin Houston Show is brought to you by Taco Casa. they got six locations to serve you under the biggest cactus in town. Get by Taco Casa today as they've got the freshest ingredients and uh, everything that you like. You know the phrase, Taco Casa. They've got a lot of what you like. Coming up on the other side, we'll keep it up with the Alabama basketball discussion. And your phone call is right here on Tide. 100.9. This is the Martin Houston Show, and I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston this week. Nine traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we have a wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 77 Buttermilk Road, so use caution. Wet, slick roadways greet us on this Wednesday morning, so please slow down and drive carefully. You can drive home in a brand new Nissan today from your hometown Nissan dealer, Towns and Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Live from Miami Gardens, Florida, this is the College Football Playoff National Championship. Here's the throw on the out route. It's caught and taken in for a touchdown by Devontae Smith. He put everybody in motion back and forth and back and forth. Roll tie. Matt looks long. Matt finds Devontae behind the defense. He is in for a touchdown. Thank you, Mr. Heisman. Thank you, Mr. O'Brien and Unitas Award winner. Alabama does it. Ten regular season SEC wins. An SEC championship, a Rose Bowl championship, and national championship number 18. Thirteen in all. Absolute perfection. To me, this is the ultimate team. And I'm so proud of this group for what they've been able to accomplish in going undefeated and winning the national championship. The Alabama Crimson Tide. The 18-time national champions. 
cloudy today with a few periods of rain likely the high 57. For tonight, showers ending this evening. Gradual clearing after midnight, turning colder the low at 30. And tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine with a high in the upper 40s at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on a rainy, wet Wednesday. Happy home day out there to everybody listening. Want to encourage you to download that Tide 100.9 app. You can listen to us anywhere. You you, you have a smartphone anywhere. You have uh, service, phone service. You can download that Tide 109 app. Keep up with the Crimson Tide wherever you are and all of the articles that me and my team put out on the great uh, website and on the app. Uh, Alabama coming off a huge 11-point win uh, against Kentucky last night. Uh, Alabama really pulling away right there in the very end when Kentucky is kind of desperate trying to uh, tr- trying to foul, put Alabama on the free throw line uh, to make a comeback, but Alabama able to get the job done on the free throw line and on the defensive end in the, in the last couple minutes of the game, coming away with several consecutive stops in a row uh, to to stay undefeated in the SEC, to stay uh, right there on top of the league. And, and, and you know, uh, we hate congratulating Auburn here on this show, but Auburn getting the job done against Missouri last night. Missouri was the next closest opponent for the Crimson Tide uh, in the SEC standings. So now Alabama has an even even uh, even firmer grip on, the, on first place in the SEC thanks to Auburn's win over Missouri. Let's head out to the Taco Casa hotline and find our man Lake Martin John as he wants to react to the, the basketball game and more. Good morning, John. How you doing today, sir? Good morning, Mr. Gator. Good to talk to you, sir. Absolutely. Did you enjoy the game last night? Man, I, you know what? It was exciting. It was uh, having a dog in the fight. It was nervous, uh, you know, but uh, boy, it, it was exciting. You know, as you know, a very amateur basketball fan here, but I've noticed in the last two games, it seems to me like Alabama had to I don't know if they stepped out of their comfort zone, but they had to find something during the game that worked. And they were able to find something that worked and and come through. So I thought that was a pretty good attribute for a team. And I heard Coach Sanderson yesterday, and he was talking about how basketball teams, you know, a football team will develop a personality, and you pretty much know what you're going to get. Basketball teams are different. And I was really impressed with the way Alabama is, volatile in their game enough to go on defense, round defense when one thing isn't working. Am I on the right track? Oh yeah, definitely you're on the right track. Coach Coach Oates has been saying over the last couple of weeks that he he he's been preparing really the fan base and the media saying we're not going to shoot like this every game. We're not going to shoot like this every game. Can we rely on our defense in a game where we don't get the shots falling? And and we saw last night. It was really impressive to see them really rely on that defensive end and uh, really grind it out offensively, get to the free throw line and get ugly buckets and ugly ugly points to 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 win against. You know, there's no number by Kentucky's name, but it's still Kentucky is still a a premier program it oh it certainly is and there's no questioning their coaching uh so yeah you know I was very impressed and it was good to see that uh they can adapt during the game quick adaptation that's that's key now looking ahead uh I was just looking at the schedule coming up this week and it looks like I need to block off from about 11 o'clock in the morning till about midnight Saturday (laughs) What are you expecting out of the SEC in this tournament? What should I look? Uh, who should I be impressed with? Well, the the SEC Big Big Twelve Challenge, uh, as you noted, is is going on this weekend, uh, and uh, you really. 
I think that you should be uh, – the, the Alabama game is really looking like one of the more uh, exciting matchups in the challenge. I think that uh, Alabama's matchup with, with Kentucky – or with Tech oh, – excuse me, with Oklahoma – I'm reading like too many names at the moment – with Oklahoma is really going to be uh, intriguing as Oklahoma's finding a bit of a rhythm here late in the last couple weeks. Uh, th- the rest of the day, you're looking at Texas Tech and LSU. LSU being down and Texas Tech being up, that, that w- looked like what, it would have been a good matchup uh, – when it was made earlier in the year. Same with Florida and West Virginia, but uh, you, you've got two SEC teams that are not living up to uh, their their expectations. Same with Auburn and Baylor, really. Uh, yeah. So, so really the SEC is kind of going into this this challenge a little bit underhanded. Even Texas and Kentucky, probably your premier game at 7 o'clock on Saturday. You're at the SEC sides of the matchup are not near as strong as uh, people, you know, as the pundits, as the media, as the fans were probably expecting going into the year. Now, that doesn't take anything away from Alabama being on top of the league, but uh, you're looking at a lot of SEC sides that are going into matchups on Saturday uh, as the underdog. So it 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 appears that the parity in the SEC isn't uh, isn't like what it might be in football or it's not really in football either is it well no exactly uh alabama is taking advantage of what is looking like a down year in the sec uh i believe that tennessee tennessee kentucky and uh and auburn were really uh kind of favored to be that lead dog in the in the league and alabama has alabama got a little love uh, uh in the preseason but but not not like tennessee and uh tennessee and florida and kentucky uh in the east but all right. three of those sides have really Really shown maybe they're not quite the teams that we thought they were. Tennessee still a really good team, but just struggling offensively. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to the weekend uh, uh, and and seeing some of these other teams. I, I guess I'm going to have to pull for some teams I don't traditionally pull for. Joe, oh John, <laughs> you don't have to pull for anybody you don't want to. Only pull for Alabama and let the rest fall. Let the rest of the chips fall where they may. Appreciate it, my friend. You have a good day. God bless you and yours. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks, John. Hope you have a great after a great day. That's Lake Martin John on the Taco Casa hotline, calling in uh, from close to you know East Alabama, uh, uh, Lake Martin, Alabama, joining us each and every morning. And you can call in on the show on the Taco Casa hotline two zero five three four two if you've got a thought on Alabama's game last night, or if you want to look ahead to Alabama and Oklahoma. Uh, or, or even if you have thoughts on the football team, there's not not a whole lot of news going on on the football side of things uh, lately. We're just kind of trying to find replacements for different coaches. Alabama's still looking for a special teams coordinator, still, still looking for uh, – Still looking for a tight ends coach, which usually those come uh, one and the same. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what Alabama ends up doing uh, coaching staff-wise. It, it's, uh, National Signing Day is coming up, uh, I believe, a week from today. Yeah, one week from today, uh, National Signing Day is coming up. Uh, we'll, we will have uh, Hank South join us from, uh, from, from 24-7 Sports to get into uh, – to get into some recruiting and preview what the final week of Alabama recruiting might look like. Uh, but I'm I'm really focused on the basketball team. I'm really excited about what is going on, what Nate Oates has been doing for, for, for the Crimson Tide. And, and really, uh, it, it's a great time to be an Alabama sports fan. As Alabama sports, you got the baseball team ranked in the top 25, right at 25. You got the softball team is ranked uh, number number eight in the country. You've got really great athletic programs across the nation uh, right here in Tuscaloosa really performing well. Let's step back out on the Taco Casa hotline and find out who's on the air. Did you, uh, Tide 109, you're on with the Martin Houston Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's DW. How are you doing? DW, having a great day so far. How's your day going? I mean, just, just getting started. Just getting started. Looking forward to a busy day, good day. We, uh, every day's a good day after a Bama win. Absolutely. Roll Tide. How did you enjoy the basketball right. game? Man, that game, you know... I, you thought they were going to let it slip away because our offense really struggled. We got out of rhythm and just kind of did probably too much one-on-one basketball and just getting in a hurry, as the announcers were talking about. But I tell you what, you know, Kentucky got in there, had a chance, and they missed a shot. You know, and a shot or two make a difference down the stretch. But, but you can't take away that really at that point, about 
three minutes out or so. Alabama's defense just locked down Kentucky. I mean, it just smothered them. And uh, I think that's the difference in this team. As frustrated as we get with the offense, it's like the players said, I think Petty said last game, as long as we bust our tails on defense, he's going to let us play. I was pretty. That defense was suffocating at the end of the game. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the defense. You, you looking at uh, they, they Kentucky took a lead and really once it was a two point lead, I believe, and really once right. they took that lead, uh, the Alabama defense really clamped down and didn't let them get anything else really going, and they turned defensive stops into quick and easy baskets. You saw Jawan Gary get to the rim uh, on, on a layup that, w- that would take the lead and, ha- and give Alabama the lead the rest of the way. It, it, it's, it's great to see a team rely on its defense, and on a night where the offense is not really going, you can get good, uh, per, you know, high-percentage shots because your defense is, is performing so well. Yeah, and, and, you know, we missed opportunities. I mean, I can't count on one hand the number of uh... – Layups or just kind of unforced things we did there in a one stretch there in the second half, but you know a lot of that stuff even in back into the first half would have uh, kept the lead up, made a difference. But you know you got to fight through the through those battles, and you're not going to win every game. But it sure was nice to to see a a team just close out like that in the last four minutes of the ball game. And the defense was just. Uh, one of my friends, a big Kentucky fan, he was just lamenting Kentucky. And I'm like, you know, they didn't play that bad. I mean, they were missing a couple of shooters and stuff. But, I said, you know, if you, if you look at the end of that game, the defense that Alabama put on at the end was just uh, was really pretty astounding. So, uh, so anyway, good time to be an Alabama fan. Roll Tide. And uh, you're doing a good job in, 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 in place of Martin right now. You just may have to get prepared for a full-time gig. Oh, well, we'll see about that. I hope that uh, everything's going well for Martin on the campaign trail, and I appreciate your kind words. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. That's DW on the Taco Casa hotline. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll find our man Tom on the Taco Casa hotline. As people are getting uh, riled up about the Alabama basketball win last night, I want to remind you that Southmart Design is the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. I want to uh, call Scott Smith at Southmart Design and uh, visit them online at, uh, at southmartdesign.com. This is the Martin Houston Show. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston, and this is Tide 100. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we have a wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 77 Buttermilk Road, so use caution. Wet, slick roadways greet us on this Wednesday morning, so please slow down and drive carefully. You can drive home in a brand new Nissan today from your hometown Nissan dealer, Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also 
will assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Everybody was Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on a Wednesday, rainy Wednesday. I want to encourage you guys to be safe out there on the roadways as it is wet. Uh, don't want to have any crazy accidents or any accidents at all as you make your way into work or handling whatever responsibilities you've got today. Be safe on the road and uh, keep, you know use caution. Dr- drive a little slower and use caution. You know, all, on my way in this morning, I uh, got ran off the road uh, just just barely uh, by an eighteen wheeler who didn't see me changing lanes. So uh, thankfully, we were uh, everybody's paying attention and everybody got to work safely and nothing was wrecked. So praise the Lord for that. That, uh, for that endeavor. Everybody be safe out there on the road as it is wet again today. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston and want to invite you to jump into the show by calling us on the Taco Casa hotline 205-342-9904 or find me on the Twitter machine at Joe Gaither 6. You can f- send us all your comments, queries, questions, and complaints right there. And we're going to take a comment or a question or complaint from Tom on the Taco Casa hotline this morning. Tom, good morning. Do you enjoy the basketball game? I did, Joe, and no complaints from me, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Everything's rolling pretty good. and uh, But I did want to say, like Martin, John, if you're listening, uh, I, I'm impressed. Uh, first year in basketball, and uh, he's all over it already. And uh, Good for you. Uh, you're a quick learner. <laughs> NATO's making it uh, fun to, to to pay attention to and fun to fun to learn about. So uh, yeah, right. late Martin John came in at the right time. That's, ex- I, that's exactly I right. Whether he's responsible for this winning streak or not, so uh, that's to be determined. That's, that's exactly right, and and if he is responsible for the winning streak, well, he needs to be uh, watching. He needs we, to keep watching. We need to get him a seat next to Coach Sanderson at, at some of those games. Hey, yeah, did you see Coach on TV last night? No, I was at the game, and when some of my buddies were uh, letting me know that they saw him, I said, well, where's he at? I was try- So I was trying to pick him out, but I never could pick him out uh, yeah, from that, where I was sitting. Uh, it's always good, though. Uh, I, I, I appreciate ESPN for always uh, finding him and uh, and giving him credit for a lot of good things in Alabama basketball, and it, it was good to see last night because – in my opinion, he uh, he deserves a lot of credit for uh, a lot of wins at Alabama. Well, somebody had to lay the foundation, and uh, Coach Sanderson. Well, he was on, he was in on all of it, and uh, uh, as far as basketball is concerned, and uh, we really need to appreciate him for that. But uh, the game last night, I thought uh, Cal came in. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm John Q. fan, and I don't really know a lot, but uh, it seemed like Cal came in, and he wanted that game to be as ugly as possible. Yes, fun. And uh, and it was bloody in there. I mean, uh, Herbert was limping and bleeding, and uh, and uh, everything was contested from the three point line on. And I mean, it was a rough and tumble game, don't you think? Yeah, I think that you're exactly right there. Uh, don't you, don't sell yourself short, John Q. Fan. Uh, that Kyle Parry, they they did a great job coming in, mucking up the game, making it ugly. They can they, they ran us off the three point line a lot of the time. Uh, most of the th- uh, well, not most. A lot of the threes that Alabama took were were 
in my opinion, ill-advised three-point shots. I know that's not really something that Coach Oates believes in, but I thought Coach Cal, I thought Kentucky brought in a great game plan. Now, it didn't look pretty, but I thought it was exactly the right game plan uh, to take against Alabama. They just unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, couldn't get enough going on the offensive end, and our defense was able to uh, really step up and, and, and uh, lead us to a win on the other side of the floor. Well, I'll tell you what, one thing, though, that uh, to me, uh, and again, I don't really know, but it looked like that uh, that Kentucky said, you may beat us, but you're not going to beat us with a three-point and, and, uh, because we'll, we'll tackle you if we have to, but you're not going to make three points. And they defended three very well last night. Nothing, nothing that Alabama did was uncontested. Everything Alabama got, was earned and i mean it was hard well how many times last night were were you watching uh tom and and really an alabama ball handler was just head down driving to the hole into the into a crowd of kentucky defenders i felt like that that that, that came from the bench i felt like we were doing that way too much and and coach oates did say in in uh in the, his post game, that that they utilized the, the dribble drive a little too much, but I felt like, man, we yeah, were just. Yeah, but I, I really believe that that was the plan. Uh, uh, was was you know, if, if these threes don't go, we're we're going in that lane. We're going to see what happens. You know, Alabama's got its version of ugly too, and uh, and that's it. <laughs> because we got guys that are getting that pain and uh, and, and and try to mix it up there. I, but that's my opinion of it. I don't know if, if – and I hadn't heard any of his interviews or anything. But, uh, you know, Alabama showed a lot of toughness last night. Yeah, and what it did, Tom, is is allowed Alabama to to get to the free throw line uh, over and over and over again. Not just in those last minutes when Kentucky was intentionally fouling, but get to the free throw line and with the three point shot not falling and with kind of the offense being stale, they 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 ended up scoring twenty four points from the free throw line, and that yeah, really I mean, makes I mean, the there difference. There was a time when we would not win that game. Hundred percent. I had an old high school coach who said we want to make more free throws than the other team takes, and uh, that's certainly what Alabama did last night, and, and and that's a great recipe for success. Yeah, and uh, but the interesting thing to me, I don't know about uh, you, but uh, the interesting thing to me is finding a way to win. You know, championship teams. Uh, and I'm not saying Final Four or anything like that, but championship-caliber teams, I should say, they find a way to win, you know, no matter what the circumstances. And it's true in all sports. Uh, you know, in golf, a golfer has to adapt to the conditions and uh, and make it work. And uh, so uh, and, and, and teams that want to win, they have to, to adapt and, and find a way to uh, make it work. Absolutely. Tom, let me ask you, what's, at this point in the season, uh, being number one in the SEC on this nice little win streak, what's your goal for, th- for this team? What, what, what will make you happy? What will, you, what will make you feel like, you know what, we finished on the right note? Well, uh, now uh, it doesn't take me long to get spoiled, but uh, I, I want to win the regular season uh, SEC. And we've got a three-game cushion. Yep, Auburn helped out with that a little bit last night. I'm with you. Right. I, I think winning the SEC is not, you know, that's no longer a lofty goal. That's something we should expect. It's possible. It, yeah, it, we should expect that at this point in the year. And I tell you what else, now, uh, I'll say this. It's possible, outside possible, that we end up with a number one seed in this this year, the way things are going. Win this weekend could go a long way for that, and and, yeah, and that I'm would be you, nuts. But my my point is, no, we hadn't we hadn't secured a number one seed or a number two, but it's possible. <laughs> and what would that make you feel as an Alabama fan to wake up on Selection Sunday and see that little uh, number I'd, one I'd or two? To, I'd have to go into rehab and, <laughs> and uh, 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 be rejuvenated and uh, brought back to earth. Me too. Uh, me too. Because I'm thinking that, you know, used to be the last four or five years, it's, oh, my gosh, can we make the tournament? Can we sneak in? Yeah, yeah, last four in, last four out, you know, next four out. But I, I, I hate that bubble talk. I, I just hate it. I hate it. 
I hate for Alabama to be in in the conversation when they're talking about outside the bubble. That drives me up the wall. And uh, and then because I start thinking about, well, these turnovers in that game and missed shots in this game and free throws missed. You know what I'm saying? All the things it takes to win. I start thinking about all that during the season, and it just drives me up the wall. I can't take it. And uh, anyway, it's fun. It's fun. That's my way of uh, dealing with it, though. A hundred percent. I I get sucked in every year. Whether oh well, if you can beat this team or beat that team in the end, you oh, know. Yeah, I got crimson many, glasses on. I sleep in crimson glasses. How many? Uh, how many more? Win, how many wins in the SEC tournament will it take to get them in? But we're yeah. we're not we're not playing that game this year, and it's really uh, a lot of fun and more relaxing. I tell you what, too. Uh, little uh, believe it or not, uh, I think it would be big for us to get that that buy in the SEC tournament. Oh, huge. Uh, what, top four seeds get the double buy? Yeah. Huge yeah, to get a do, buy. And then you so see you cut down on the number of games, in my estimation, that you got to win to win the thing. Well, we'll we'll hear from uh you know Wimp and Bear will be on at seven, and we'll have to ask Coach Sanderson what the trick is to winning uh winning one well, of those I'll tournaments. Well, I tell you what, he you know uh, Skarbinski said yesterday correctly that uh, they they finally started saying the the Wimp Sanderson uh, Invitational for the SEC tournament. He owned it. Well, he, I, I hope if he's got any secrets that uh, he and Coach Oates are on the phone because uh, this will be the time. You know, to... I, you know, when I listen to Coach Sanderson talk about Oates, he's like, you know, this guy, he's a good coach. Everything's fine. And uh, he kind of, uh, if you listen to him, he was kind of on the bandwagon early in the year talking about how good they were. Him and Coach Sonny Smith. Yeah, and it took a while for Barry to get on that bandwagon, don't you think? Uh, yeah, but that's more of a personality thing. Wait and see, Barry's that tight. But, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, Coach Sanderson, you know, he kind of let us let us in on it. But, uh, anyway, Joe, great job and uh, great show. And, and, and uh, Lake Martin, John, keep it rolling, buddy. Thank you. Thanks so much, Tom. <laughs> Hope you have a great, great day, and we'll, we'll holler at you later, brother. All right, thanks. Roll Tide, that's Tom on the Taco Casa hotline. Uh, and you can call in. We're going to have one more segment left on this hump day. Uh, and you can call in and be a part of that by calling 205-342-9904. And we'll get into it. What is your expectation now that Alabama is number one in the SEC on a nine-game SEC winning streak? Uh, have they changed? And uh, what, what, you know, what will make you happy as an Alabama basketball fan uh, going down the stretch as we enter in February and then – Right there into March. I'm Joe Gaither. This is the Martin Houston Show, and you're listening on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, a couple of wrecks on the roadways, one on 2059 eastbound at exit 77 Buttermilk Road, another on US 11 northbound near Covered Bridge Road in Coley. Roadways are wet. Please slow down and be careful. Today would be a great day to drive home in a new Nissan from your hometown dealer. It's Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. The man accused of shooting a Tuscaloosa police officer in the chest Monday afternoon has been identified and formally charged with three counts of attempted murder. Captain Jack Kennedy, commander of the multi-agency Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit, identified him as 19-year-old Devontae LaVon Farmer. He's wanted for assault with a deadly weapon in Noxubu, Mississippi. And grief counselors are available at Francis Marion High School this week in Perry County after a Saturday shooting at a junior food mart killed a popular athlete. 19-year-old Kendrell Foster died in a hail of bullets. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823. 
or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Carving, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show as we close things down on this hump day. Making way for Wimp and Barry Sanderson going from 7 to 9 as they're going to break down the Alabama basketball game probably much better than I did in this last hour. Uh, but we still have time to go to the phone lines, and we'll go out there right now on on the, the Taco Casa hotline and get our man Super Joe in on, on the show. Super Joe, good morning. You're in the Martin Houston Show. What's going on? How you doing, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm doing great today, Super Joe. How about yourself? Oh, I ain't no complaint, but I'll tell you what, though, um, you know, I said Alabama, the Alabama basketball team on the rise. I said, shoot, suppose we go ahead and play a Kansas State Jayhawks in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> you never know. Kansas Kansas got a pretty good squad, as they always do. They're going to play Tennessee this weekend. So uh, you never know who you could find, who you can match up with in March Madness. No, you sure don't. That's one thing. Is, it's hard to say what's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what, we, we show hitting hard and good and recruit 2021. How many we got in 2000? I mean, and how many how many we got for the 2022 coming up? How, how much how much that hitting on for uh, for basketball or football? No, football. Football. Uh, I think they've they've only just gotten started on the 2022 class. They've been really trying to uh, wrap up the 21 class, and so I, I'm I'm sure, and you know, Coach Saban, anybody any anybody they go after in that 2022 class is going to be probably pretty good. Oh yeah, because right now they. We looking at the two running backs. We look, what's the running back we looking at now? Trying to get. I saw that uh, Alabama was in position to get one of the top running backs, but I didn't say really. Super Joe, I'm still. You know, we still got the 2021 class. We can't skip them. They haven't even all gotten in yet. They're they're signing days on next Wednesday. That's right. That's why I'm taking off work that day anyway. Yeah, yeah taking I, off work. I, I I take off work on National Signing Day all the time. Next Wednesday, you're going to take off work and enjoy the 2021 class. Now, they've already signed uh, a lot of the class from December. They signed mm-hmm. a lot of the class. I think they only have a couple of spots left, two or three spots left. And uh, we'll see who they you know, who they fill those two or three spots with uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm praying that we have A days so if we get this COVID down. And I'm praying that we get to have fan days so, you know, if the COVID comes down. That's what it's dependent on. Yeah, that way we put the boys get some spring practice, and we'll know more who who the quarterback gonna be. But who would you put your money on for a, for a next starting quarterback? And Mac Jones is heading to the NFL. No, I think it's pretty going to be Bryce Young. I think that uh, he's got uh, uh, the keys to the kingdom right there at his feet, and he's just going to have to uh, go out there and earn it, sh- pr- prove himself in spring practice. Because I think they will, there will be some version of spring practice now, whether there's a day or not, and fan day. I'm not, I'm not feeling too good about about either of those experiences, Super Joe. But uh, but uh, but uh, but I think Bryce Young will definitely uh, be in the driver's seat for the quarterback position. Okay, well he can. He can he can groom up so man he he can run he can he can run he can throw but just like uh yeah but like he's got to get more of his feet wet and which he I'm sure he will he knows the playbook so he he knows what coach expecting so he's gonna have to start he's gonna have to deal with that pressure and he's gonna have to be able to handle it. And I, th- I think he will coming out of a pretty big high school in California and getting get, getting a year of experience under his belt. You know, technically he's still a freshman, so uh, he's still uh, got a lot of eligibility out in front of him to uh, to uh, ma- make use of that time and grow and develop. I think that uh, you know Alabama fans are just going to have to be a little bit patient, uh, and, and and in due time, Bryce Young will will, will prove his worth. No, oh, he will. So you know, you got to because you know the quarterback position. Definitely holds leadership because the macaroni, you know, will never come without the cheese. <laughs> that's, just, that's, just, that's just how that. That's just how that is. That's just how that is because we, because see, we can't see the craft ain't good enough. You got to have it Velveeta. That's the way Coach Saban is. So Velveeta's you know, like, better. I think Velveeta's better than cheddar. You know, I see that. You know, I just have to. I just have to say it like that. That's just my theory. So. I'm gonna have to go out and get some uh, Velveeta mac and cheese today, Super Joe. You're making me hungry. Okay, I didn't mean to do that. I tell you what, put it on your put some put some that cheese on your hamburger, and I tell you what, it was on some pickles and onions and you know mustard. Man, well, you know I don't want to talk too much. I said I don't want to hear you rush <laughs> feed and keep rushing for food, but it's all but it's all gravy though. But 
But I tell you what, though, I still believe that this twenty this twenty twenty one season it's going it's going to be probably greater than uh, I think we're going to have another undefeated season. You know the best you know the best going to start because you know I mean. And then you got Paul Tyson Bryant. You know he's in the race for that. And then we got this uh, Jalen Milrow coming in from Texas and stuff. So you know he, I think he's gonna he's gonna he, I, you never know he might come out the water and and then we know our dives might get on him. But right now the money's on Bryce Young right now. But like I said, everything's gonna pan out. So you well, go ahead. I don't want to hold y'all up none. So well, Coach Saban will play the best player available, and he, and he, and he won't care about recruiting or class or family. He's going to play the best player available, and uh, I, so I'm pretty confident that he, you know. We've got a lot of great players in Tuscaloosa still, uh, so the 2021 season I think is going to be just fine. Super Joe, thanks for the call this morning, my, my man. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. It's going to be a pleasure to see us beat Auburn in Jordan Hare Stadium. Absolutely, man. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for calling in. Okay, All right, that's Super Joe on the Taco Casa Hotline, and we're gonna fit, we're gonna close things down right here on uh, the Martin Houston Show. I asked uh, earlier uh, what your expectations are for Alabama basketball after their hot start, and uh, I think I'm with Tom. We got to win the, the SEC with this big lead. We got uh, the next closest team, team is three games behind, so uh, got to win the SEC now with this with this large lead and. I don't know about winning the SEC tournament, if that's an expectation, but I do expect us to to really make it uh, probably to to the last day. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say that I expect them to make the last day of the SEC tournament and uh, win at least two games in the big tournament, get to the Sweet 16. I know that uh, you know a lot of times in a lot of times past the the goal was just to to make it to the big tournament, but uh, this team has shown that that they uh, that they've got some capabilities to make some noise and to do, to do some things. I think that getting into the last 16 uh, is not, uh, is, is not a, a crazy expectation at this point. Uh, so we'll get into all that more as the rest of the week winds down. Tomorrow we're going to have our, our man Hank South join us from 24-7 Sports to get into, uh, to get into uh, recruiting as, as, as signing day is actually next week, a week from today. And we'll get into all that and more. Coming up next, we're, we'll be joined by Wimp and Barry Sanderson for Inside the Locker Room Seven to nine. I'm Joe Gaither. Been filling in for Martin Houston, and I hope you guys have a great, great hump day and a roll tide.